everyone pay attention because this is this next act at the Kingsdown Vault. Can we get a round of applause, please? And now, he's been up on the mic already tonight, and no doubt you'll see him several times. It's your host with the most, Alex Kitson. Hello, guys. Are you, you alright? Oh, dearie me, this is so lovely. Uh, he says a night here which he created specifically for him. Um, oh, dearie me, this is so great. Is it so many people who, because this is obviously our first night here, at the Kingsdown Vault, as opposed to the Valindra R.I.P. Uh, oh, boo! <laughs> that is a, that's a, on the extremist end of the uh, um, oh landlords, landlords. All right, uh, yeah, because obviously we Valindra ended. I went away for the summer, um, and you know I, the company that was running. I was like I, Isaac, who runs it with me. I was like Isaac, you're in charge now. I'll go to Edinburgh. I'll come back and. <laughs> I, I held up, upheld my side of the bargain. Uh, uh, I came back, the pub had shut down. Uh, and, and Isaac is now moving to China. Like, that is... I don't know what happened, but... Also, those are the ones that aren't podcasted, so I don't know what he said. Um, but it, it better have been good. Uh, no, this is so great, as he... As he Attempts to untangle the mic cord that is not doing that. Um, oh, good nice. I um, there's very few people I don't recognise, which is lovely. Thank you all for coming. Um, is, is anybody who's this is the first time at this next act? Yeah. Oh, oh my word! That is. Uh, it's rare that the people who have never been before are <laughs> less enthusiastic than the people who have been. Uh, but I, I don't recognise you two on the end there. What, what, what are you, who, who are you? <laughs> Ah! <laughs> well, what's, your, what's your name? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. Oh, hello. Someone's a cool kid. Um, <laughs> that's, they, uh, all right. So t- how, how did you... Are you here with a mate? Are you here... Yeah, we're friends with Livy. Oh, you're friends with Livy. All right. Who is on later? Who is lovely? And... Um, <laughs> I, I said that like she's not lovely. Uh, <laughs> I was about to start with Livy, who is lovely. Um, no, um, no, she's, um, she's fine. Uh, <laughs> what lazy comparing I'm just like oh, this, this next act is meh uh, I'm uh, yeah, I don't think the more astute you've noticed I've still not untangled the mic from the uh, I, I'm going to see if that is I'm going to commentate while doing it so it's more cheers Arshad um, uh, that is like that uh, I'm going to untangle it there um, there we go and that should be Untangled, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, um, well, wait, that was the dullest piece of <laughs> stand-up that you'll ever see. Um, yeah, so if you haven't been to this next act before, um, basically, stand-up, stand-up night. Uh, we've got three acts, um, some of which are very experienced acts for the circuit, doing, maybe might be doing some new stuff. You might be getting some so- rock-solid gold, maybe. Um, and some, some people are sort of very... Very new, maybe they might be doing the first, second, third gig, and yeah. And if you want, you can play Guess Who's New. Uh, um, <laughs> that, don't do that. That's, uh, that's the worst idea ever. Um, no, but uh, uh, genuinely, I've, I've, I've curated tonight, um, and yeah, big cheer for curation. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, our archivist is. Uh, 
But uh, oh my word, there's more people coming. Um, we've got no more chairs, so uh, that'll be fun. Um, oh, this is all nice. Uh, t- t- Tyler, I forgot about you. I, I-, I got distracted by your microphones. Um, so are you a student then? I'm presuming if you're friends with... Okay, nice one. You're second year? Yeah. I mean, this is based on the... This isn't me being psychic. Uh, um, what do you study? You, uh, computer science. Computer science. Oh, not so cool. Uh, um, oh, you're one of those Tylers. Okay. Um, okay. Um, it's nice to be out, isn't it? Like, it's... Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I'm like, what are we doing? I've, I've stood up. I've slagged off <laughs> Isaac, the Valindra, Tyler, who all he wants is just to sit here uh, and Livy. Um, but anyway, no, this is good. Um, hi, guys. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice one. Sorry, that's Andrew. Um, no, I, I, it's, it's good. I've, I've, yeah, I spent the summer away, um, but it's, it's nice to be back in Bristol uh, doing some comedy. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I was up the. Yeah, because it, it's like nice to come because I because I, I got bullied at school, gang. Um, yeah, I know. Ah, 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 asshole. That's what they called me. Um, I, 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 yeah, but I, I got bullied for a number of reasons. But most of all, I was, I was quite naive uh, or naive, as I thought it's pronounced, <laughs> till a few weeks ago. Like I don't know a lot of things. I, I, I don't know where chickpeas come from. Um, but judged by your face, I don't think you do either. Uh, but like. Um, I, I, but I, I took like a lot of steps to sort of stop me from getting bullied. So I, I actually play quite a lot of rugby, uh, which, which which surprises people because I am like this in real life. Uh, and rugby's quite quite sort of macho, masculine sport. I'm not really that. But I, I, I used to do wrestling. If you do that, <laughs> yeah, no, I, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, no, I, I, me. I, I used to wrestle at school um, with my sexuality. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. Uh, then it turned out I was straight. What a twist that was right at the end. Uh, you're surprised. <laughs> yeah, you should see my husband. That's, uh, livid does not describe it. Um, I, even, I even got bullied by a teacher once, but it was quite funny, so I didn't really mind. I'll, I'll, Tyler, I'll let you judge whether this is, I should be scarred by this or not. I, I, was, I, was, doing a, I was doing a test in class, and um, this was right away, and um, a teacher came up to me and went, Oi. Oi, Kitson. I went, yeah. Um, yeah, did you hear we're having an innuendo competition next week? No, no really, sir? He goes, yeah. I was thinking about entering your mother and then just walked away. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, not, it's, it's all right. And it's, it's, it's funny enough to, uh, to not tell Ofsted. Uh, but... No, I um, because I like to read. Like, I was I was quite nerdy at school. Quite quite, quite like reading. I I still read. I, I read a book the other day uh, called How to Lie and Get Away with It. Um, or did I? Uh, um, no, 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 I didn't. Uh, uh, that's, that if it, for anyone keeping count is is the first joke of the night. That is. Uh, 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 but no, I um. But my favourite book of all time is a, is a series called The Magic Key. Uh, I, I I don't know how many of us are familiar with the exploits of Biff, Chip, and Kipper. Uh, <laughs> woo woo! <laughs> it's it's going to be one of those nights. I can just <laughs> um, Biff, Chip, and Kipper, and then a dog floppy. But I um, it's my favourite book series of all time because it's got the most dramatic twist ever. Uh, if, if you're familiar, basically the first thirty books are of the of, of the Magic Key series are like oh. 
Biff, Chip and Kipper. Oh, the dog Floppy's got stuck in a tree. Oh, that's one book. Uh, but then in book 30, they discover a magic key which can transport them to any place at any time in history. Like, that's a fairly dramatic turn for that, for that book to take. Like, that's like if at the end of Friends, like, Rachel decided not to go to Paris and, like, got off the plane, went to, and I was like, Ross, I want to be together forever. And Ross was like, yeah, cool. Um, I'm now a wizard. Uh, and, and we're going to solve crimes together. That's, uh, it's like if, like, the end of A Mice and Men, like, instead of shooting Lenny, George and Lenny just get, like, abducted by aliens and start a ranch on Venus, which is the, the next 14 of Mice and Men books. It's like, it's like if Jesus came out of the cave uh, and then just went to live in America for a bit. Um, I, I am aware that that last one is just Mormonism. Um, uh, America, what was this? Uh, um, no, but I, yeah, I, I met a Mormon once. Um, no, I, I, was, I was in New York on the subway, and it's, um, and it's the most Jewish I've ever felt. Uh, because um, I'm Jewish, by the way, uh, Kel Surprise. Um, and uh, that's Hebrew. Um, uh, and, um, and it's the most, I, I met Mormon as much Jewish as I've ever felt, because he, he came up to me, he came up to me um, trying to recruit on the train. And he said, uh, excuse me, sir, have you ever considered joining the Church of the Latter-day Saints? In a West Country accent. Um, and uh, it's the most Jewish I ever felt right, because I, I, I came up with a little quip. Uh, I uh, thought, I'd be, thought it'd be funny. And uh, most Jewish I ever felt, because I, I, I said to him, no, I'm sorry, can't, join, can't become a Mormon. I'm Jewish. I'm not a big fan of the sequels. And, like, like it's, like, that's a better reaction to did on the train, where nothing, uh, apart from, I shit you not, a rabbi who's just sat there and went, went, <laughs> so, like, uh, that's a, on the, on the Jewish scale, that's, that's near a 10. Um, um, but this is, this is going to be good fun. I, um, there's some proper job acts on to, um, tonight, so yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, your first act, or this next act, if you're committing to the brand, Kitson. Um, uh, <laughs> this next act, up here at the Valinger, uh, is... Um, is um, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. You're going to love it. I, I need someone to start the applause. And Tyler, you're the only candidate. Um, so That's shit, but we can, we, we, we can teach you. Clapping. And we'll take Tyler's example and we spread it around the room. Go on and go crazy for Mr. Dylan John! Hello! Oh, guys, do not be alarmed. I am not Harry Potter's creepy uncle. No, it is good to see so many young, beautiful people. It really is fantastic. I've got back hair older than most of the front row. I really have. My name is Dylan Jones, known as the Silver Fox. That's because of my silver hair, not because I hang around bins. (laughs) And and, and this is my face, which which someone once described as an angry scrotum. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Mum. Still, she lost that particular round. She's in a care home now. Oh, what do you take me for? I wouldn't do that to my mum. No! I've got her a job at B&Q. 
which is much the same thing. And it's a win-win for B&Q employing older people. It really is. They get a motivated, experienced workforce. The staff get flexibility. And we all benefit from the orange aprons, which help us to spot them when they go wandering. But, but, but this face has cost me, cost me over the years. I, I was 20, madam. I was 20 before I touched a lady in that special place that smells of the sea. <laughs> Whitstable. <laughs> you took on your face, the relief on your face. But I get these looks from my dad, who got them from his dad, who got them from his dad, who got them from his dad, which is why my mum had me sterilised. She, she said I had to take one for evolution. Harsh words from my mum. I'll share a story with you about my mum, if I may. Imagine me five years old. It's not hard. I'm the same height. <laughs> Fuck off. My mum sits me down and says, Dylan, for she called me by my stage name. <laughs> Dylan Jones is not my real name. Nobody's called Dylan Jones, trust me. So you see, to you, this is just a night out. To me, this is part of my cover for the Witness Protection Programme. <laughs> Can't say too much about that, except they're very thorough. Very thorough. My real name is Susan. Actually, my family name is Parton. So obviously I've changed that because whenever you call Parton, everyone asks you, are you related to Dolly Parton? And, and, and I'm not. I'm not, by the way, anymore. <laughs> Although we were married briefly in the 1970s. Sadly, it, it didn't work out. She was always away touring. I was seven. <laughs> Which was legal at the time in Tennessee. But my mum sat me down. He said, Dylan, you're special, you're unique, and if you put your mind to it, you can have anything you want in this world. That was her first lie. <laughs> if that was the case, why did we live in Swansea? <laughs> now, I, I went back to do a gig in Swansea recently, which was interesting. It's the first time I've been paid in spare parts from a 2010 Nissan Micro, but... <laughs> The signs were there, the signs were there, the signs saying you are now entering Swansea, please drive carefully, but quickly, <laughs> window up, aerial down, or the sign that said you are now leaving Swansea, thank you for your hubcaps. They're now on display in our museum of shiny things. <laughs> if you've never been there, it's boarded up shop after boarded up shop after boarded up shop and one lonely branch of Starbucks weeping to itself. Why did we come here? Why? <laughs> Why? They said we'd be part of some fancy new cafe quarter, but there's just us. And the Amsterdam Coffee House Experience, which is a vape shop that sells crisps. <laughs> Obviously, a, a Weatherspoons. It's a proper old school Weatherspoons. Very reverby here, isn't it? Very old school Weatherspoons here. It's, 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 it's a proper one. It takes you half an hour to get, get to climb over all the wheelchairs, walk, walking frames, crutches, and hoists between the front door and the bar. Such was a pub as a waiting room for lords. There were four mobility scooters at the bar. Four. Looks like the opening sequence to the banana splits. <laughs> Some of you get that one. That really worries me because you're all 12. Um, no offence. It's odd, though, going back to my hometown of Swansea after 30-odd years away, and, and you find that the pubs have changed, the roads have changed, the people have changed. It's, it's like bumping into an old girlfriend and finding out she's happy. <laughs> my mum, my mum, my mum, my mum had, had a favourite lullaby she used to sing me, and it went, it went like this. Go to sleep, for God's sake. You're six years old. It's only the exorcist. 
Because nothing fazed my mum. Nothing fazed my mum. My mum trained as a nurse. She'd seen everything. She trained as a nurse in the 1950s, the early days of the NHS, when it was a very different place back then, a very different place. She had a, she had a high-powered job in the operating theatre, holding the ashtrays for the surgeons. <laughs> Altogether, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Just in case any of you are wondering, is it, is it just me or is he a bit shit this evening? Let me put your minds at rest. It's definitely you. I'm a genius. Buck your ideas up. And you know, you know when, they, when, they do, when they do these operations now, they, they send the body part away to the lab for analysis now. But back then they didn't. They wrapped it in newspaper and took it home because meat was on the ration. <laughs> My mum was also a born-again Christian, believe it or not. The reason I never had a McDonald's growing up, because my, my parents were happily married. And <laughs> whenever I nagged for a McDonald's, my mum would sing me this song, and it went like this. You can join in if you want. <clears throat> Heads and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Heads and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, and eyes and ears, and mouth and nose, are what goes into a chicken nugget. (coughs) My my mum wasn't the bad one. (coughs) Dying up here. My mum wasn't the the, the really freaky Christian one. My grandfather was a traditional Welsh Baptist. At least we thought he was a traditional Welsh Baptist. He turned out to be a miserable bastard. (laughs) One day when I was five years old, I ran home from school with, with a drawing not unlike this one of my mum. I said, Mummy, I've done a drawing of you. She said, show it to your grandfather. I said, must we? He said, well, I showed it to him. He said, well, that's very nice, Susan. (laughs) But here's one Jesus drew when he was five years old. (laughs) Even giving her a halo. Hold on, he was 90 when we buried him. 95 when he died, but it's good to keep ahead of (laughs) him. And I was at his funeral, and it it was a proper religious funeral, and they were saying things like, well, he's gone to a better place, and we were in a crematorium in Port Talbot, so it couldn't be difficult. <laughs> and he said, he's gone to be with Jesus. What, 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 what has Jesus done to deserve that? <coughs> Surely crucifixion was enough. <laughs> but I believe in an afterlife. I really do, because I was haunted this week on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I've got a mate called Jimmy. Lovely, lovely guy, but we don't communicate much on Facebook anymore, because Jimmy, for the last five years, has been technically dead. But last week he tagged me in a photo. I was freaked. He'd come back to haunt me. Jones. Jones. Look. Look. Look at the price of these Ray-Bans. So I had a, I had a finger up my bum this week which is the second most exciting thing to happen to my bottom since I woke up naked in a squat in Prague with a hangover and a Celtic band tattooed across my arse. It's okay, I just sat down on a curly-whirly, but the rest of the evening is a blur. <laughs> but I've, I've reached the age I've reached the age where, where I have these, these finger-up-your-bum medical tests now. Would you believe I'm nearly 30? <laughs> oh, no! No, I, I, I really am old. I remember the space hopper, the stylophone, rationing. Typhoid. I went to the last public hanging. <laughs> did a type five minutes. Tough crowd. Just, just see what they did to the headliner. And, and I've been doing a lot of gigs for, for people your age, studenty type gig and, and, and millennial type gigs. And, and I, you're, you're a judgmental lot. You really are. Apparently, it's, it's my generation's fault that you will never own your own home. No, it's 
you will never own your own home because you think brewing craft beer is a job <laughs> and not a hate crime. But no, you're, you're, you're wonderful. You are wonderful people in, in so many ways. Uh, for example, it's cool now to be gay, straight, bi, cis, person of kink, non-binary, anything, any way you identify your, your gender or not, or your sexuality or not, is, is cool. And that's a massive advance. A massive advance of how things were when I was growing up. However, <laughs> however, I fuck one goat. <laughs> Suddenly I'm the bad guy. I have to resign my commission in the Welsh Guards. The goat enjoyed it. Well, said it was meh. Uh, guys, you have been a pleasure. This is a great venue. Keep supporting it. Take care. Good night. Dylan Jones, everybody. Now keep that going. Keep going wild. Go crazy. Mr. Matt Wilson. Hi there, everyone. Hello. How are we all doing? So... I've been thinking a lot about um, sort of first times, you know, the big firsts of history. So this is kind of like, you know, the first time which something fell in love or the first time which something saw, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but these are like all quite sort of, you know, introspective things. They're quite easy to keep on the down low, which makes me feel sorry for the first creature to develop vocal cords, because that must have been a very public affair. Like, you know, you've just sort of come into this bright, brand new world and everything's so exciting, so much wonder, so much possibility. And you just, you just let out this. <sighs> to which your friends and family all turn to you and go, the fuck was that? <laughs> now, I, I have, uh, I admit, I've deviated from the truth there a little bit. Your friends and family would, of course, have actually just gone, Now, whilst that is a big first, that is not the first which I am the most grateful for, which would, of course, go to the first fish to decide to leave the ocean, which does beg the question, how shit was the ocean? (laughs) For this fish to go, okay, right, fair, fair, I may not have lungs which are technically capable of breathing oxygen, nor is there any food up there which can sustain me, but at least it's not down here. Am I right, guys? Am I right? I mean, I reckon this fish, probably a bit of a lad. Uh, probably a big name about town, a real fish's fish. Um, you know, probably got goaded into doing it by his mates. You know, odds on, go out into that hostile, deadly environment. He's like, yeah, sick, <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably got all of his mates around, friends, family. I mean, this was basically, you know, the Apollo mission of the Cambrian explosion. If you replace Neil Armstrong with a suicidal fish. And the really great thing is, is that this probably didn't go great first time round. There were probably, you know, problems, several attempts, which, you know, is a bit embarrassing. If you're a fish with serious street cred, and you've got all your, all your fat friends and family around, you're like, all right, guys, uh, this is one fish you won't be seeing anymore. See, these gills utterly useless where I'm going. Uh, I'm going up there. I sort of see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So how was it? thing about that entire display is that some other fish saw that and thought yep I want to procreate with that <laughs> so, thank god alright um, now whilst that fish is an inspiration uh, he and I would not be friends um, I am very much a coward I would be firmly in the pro-ocean camp um, <laughs> I have a very, very one-track reptilian brain, which is very much in the opinion of, if given the choice of fight or flight, to always go with flight, 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 flight. Um, and whilst we're on this subject, uh, fight or flight is a bit of a confusingly worded phrase, uh, particularly if you are a gullible five-year-old who takes everything at face value. Because this will lead you to believe that if you do not get into any fights, nor fight back at any point, you will gain the ability to fly. (laughs) It has been a very disappointing 20 years. (laughs) But, you know, uh, it would really add a certain degree of spectacle if uh, whilst you're in the the cinema watching a horror film, for example, if suddenly jump scare, 50% of the audience just go... (laughs) up into the rafters. Uh, one of the many missteps of evolution, I do believe. Um, but, you know, uh, here's what it is. There's many alternatives to evolution. Uh, I hear Genesis is quite popular. Um, but I do have my issues with it, uh, namely the treatment of the snake. Because uh, let's be clear about this. The snake does nothing wrong in that story. Okay? He is just the victim of the first identity theft of history. All right? gets taken over by the literal embodiment of evil, right? And then when all's said and done, God goes, sorry, mate, losing your limbs. Gutted. I mean, fair play, you know, it's lucky that Satan did go with the snake because if basically any other animal lost all of their limbs, they would be utterly useless. Take the humble dog. If Satan had possessed a dog and robbed a dog of all of its limbs, what are you going to do with it? You can't take it for a walk, more of a sort of roll. And it would completely change the game of fetch if you first threw the bull and then had to throw the dog as well. But, you know, there is, there is valuable lessons to be learned from this story, and that is that if you ever do anything terrible, make sure you do it in fancy dress. Because then nothing will ever come back to you. Uh, So with that in mind, I will be completing this set uh, as a popular uh, (laughs) British thespian, Kenneth Branagh. So if you do take any issue with any of this set, please take it up with Kenneth Branagh. (laughs) Thank you very much. You've all been a lovely audience. Uh, I've been Kenneth Branagh. Thank you. everybody uh, uh, c- uh, c- critics will argue that I uh, didn't set up the format of the night enough, night enough and uh, so I didn't tell you about the intervals uh, that we're going to be having it's ETC uh, there'll be one after this one uh, we, we have two interviews uh, my word uh, I've had a pint uh, uh, 
Why not? The Kingsland Vaults do a very, very good service. Um, no, uh, yeah, we're going to have an interval after, uh, after this next act, and then we'll have another one after that, and that'll be fun. Um, not funny, but, yeah, anyway. Uh, I, it, it's always lovely as a host to completely puncture an atmosphere. Um, it, it, it's, it's on the checklist of things to do, and I've fully nailed that. Um... <laughs> Ooh, okay, right, okay, uh, your, your next act is, uh, <laughs> just burst through it, guys. Right, your next act is absolutely fantastic, I absolutely love him. Tyler, I need you again. Go, go, around, go, around, go around, yes, please. Please go around, crazy, Mr. Jack Loy. Hello. Ooh, that's loud. Uh, I'm not a new dad, I just look like this now. Sort of like a f- f- fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> or Skinny Nick Frost, whichever is your favourite. I get handed a lot of um, Sky Sports package leaflets in the shopping centres now. <laughs> and for prostate cancer. It's weird that it's the same guy handing those out. <laughs> Speaking of leaflets, I was outside a nightclub the other day uh, in the queue... And uh, a guy was walking around handing out leaflets saying, uh, please don't rape anyone inside. Uh, and I was the only person in my friendship group he handed the leaflet to. <laughs> and apparently the last thing, the last way that you should look when handed a leaflet that says, please don't rape anyone is disappointed. <laughs> like, oh, that's my night ruined. I bet they don't even have good deals on Jaeger bombs. I work in an office, uh, and the, we had the Macmillan, Macmillan Trust in, uh, selling cakes, and uh, I've learned some things. I've learned that you can't call them cancer cakes. <laughs> Apparently it makes them sound not very appetising. But I disagree, because it's not like you'd ever find any hair in them. <laughs> Plus sugar causes cancer. <laughs> You're selling cakes. It's like you can't fight fire with fire, but you can fight cancer with diabetes. <laughs> right, we'll do a nicer joke. Uh, wildlife themed jokes. How are we with wildlife wildlife themed jokes? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, whose birds are always out of breath? All of Harvey Weinstein's. Just jokes, folks. Just jokes. Uh, the weather, w- weather's got shit again, hasn't it? It's almost like the seasons have passed, and when I last did this joke, it was summer. <laughs> it's post-topical. It's a new genre I've invented for myself. No, I, I think they've cancelled the weather on purpose. I think we're all getting a bit too tanned, and they were worried the Windrush generation were going to blend in. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I moved out of my grandparents' house recently, as you can probably tell from my general material. And <laughs> uh, well, not just my grandparents, uh, but my grandparents' weekly subscription to the Daily Mail, which will make that make even more sense. And, um, it's, it's weird, but I don't like the Daily Mail. I think it's, uh, I don't know, it makes me nervous. I don't like being left alone in a room with it. I feel like you can hear it whispering sort of hateful things at you. Maybe like sat there and like, fucking gypsies. What? <laughs> Pr- 
Prince Harry married a doggy. What? <laughs> oh, grand, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Lurking in the dark. Honestly, he gets this look that comes over his face when that paper comes through the door. Sort of like a delivery rider trying to beat a red light. It's very intense. It's amazing how fast they travel. But then you can travel quite quickly when you're not weighed down by normal workers' rights. Ooh. I can do socio-political comedy. Badly. <laughs> no, uh, no it's, it's nice to be here. Uh, I'm from Patchworth. You can probably tell by my hideously edgy T-shirt. Um... <laughs> It's, uh, it's different to Clifton, shocker. Uh, for instance, in Clifton, a, a toilet is considered, I learned recently, a, a toilet is considered out of order uh, purely if it is just missing a toilet seat, which I think tells you the priorities of Clifton. That the landlord walked in there and was like, no one's going to be able to do coke off of this. <laughs> just use the key. No, I, I tried to do Stoptober, um, and that ended very abruptly last night when I drank the best part of a bottle of gin. And, uh, I, which is stupid, because the whole point of me stopping drinking was that I'd have more money for cocaine. <laughs> no, no, <all> right. <laughs> I'll leave you, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> One more joke. Uh, no, it, it's strange. Like, again, I was out recently, and uh, I bumped into a friend of mine's younger sister, who's since flowered into quite a beautiful young woman. <clears throat> And I was talking to her, and my friend was like, whoa, 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 you can't talk to her. I was like, why not? He's like, that's your friend's sister. How would you feel if someone went home with your sister? It's like, hopefully nothing. I don't really want to be there. <laughs> it's just weird how people get so protective. It's like, I, I, I don't care who fucks my sister. Yeah, I know, I'm a progressive man. And, uh, you know, I, I, someone's been fucking my sister for a long time. Like, I know him, I get on really well. He's a wonderful father to their children. And uh, me and Dad have a very good relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go now. Thank you all very much. Jack Lloyd, everybody! Uh, right, we will... Uh, that is the interval I mumbled about earlier. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll be back with uh, more comedians who are... I've, I've noticed this just now, remarkably more diverse. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah... Go, go grab a drink and I'll see you in about 10 minutes. Yeah, cool. Ladies, gentlemen and everything in between, welcome back to this next act at the Kingsdown Wine Vaults. Please welcome back Alex Kitson. Yeah, we're back. We're back. How's the break? Was it good? Yeah. Oh, good news. That, that's very good news. Uh, Tyler, you, you've, you've got higher. Uh, you've got higher and therefore more intimidating. Um, uh, I did drama GCSE. That's how that works. Um, that's no. I, um, I, I the irony was not lost to me that I asked your name, I took the piss out of your name, your degree, and then complained about how I was bullied. Uh, <laughs> I've got to say sorry for that. That's uh, no, but fair, fair play. There's more of you now. There's there's, there's more cool cats. Um, what's your name who's taken to other seat in, in, in an impressive show of dominance that is uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah I, what's your name how did you kick Tyler out um, oh oh there we go I, I, I was picked thank you Arshan uh, 
Yeah, I, I was. Well, he's, he's, he's a nice guy. He hasn't... He, he, whenever he smiles, I do feel more threatened than before. But it's kind of like, yeah, okay, but when do you fuck, my fucking AI machine's going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, dearie me. We're, we're, we're all back. This is good. This is great. We've got some more fantastic acts. Are you, are you ready for some more acts? Okay. Good news. This, this first is absolutely lovely. She's a big fan of the night. And yeah, good, Tyler, Tyler, I know we hate each other now, but can start the applause? Uh, bring it around, bring it around. Go wild, go crazy, miss. Have a price and bang! Keep clapping, keep clapping. I've got that. I've made it. I'm here. Oh, I'm not going to do anything weird with the microphone. Hello, I'm Heather. I know, I know what you're thinking. She is one hot piece of ass. <laughs> Were you not thinking that? Twat. There's always one. <laughs> now, I feel like I, I can joke about being attractive or not. I've had my ups and downs over the years. I used to be seven stone heavier than I am now. Yeah. I was actually a size 32. I think the technical term for that is mahoosive. I was. And I didn't, I didn't lose the weight through diet and exercise or any shit like that. I had a gastric bypass. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm just fucking lazy, to be honest. Uh, but don't don't feel sorry for me, because even when I was morbidly obese, and I was, I could still get the guys. Just looked at this guy here. It's quite intimidating. <laughs> Good looking, actually. Uh, now I can still get the guys. Um, do you want to know why? And because uh, when you're big, turns out you got big motherfucking titties. <laughs> Who likes tits? Shout! I like tits. If you like tits, come on! I like titties. Oh, it's just me then. Whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> No, but when I realised, I was a big girl, and I realised that guys, you know, still like tits. I had a cunning plan uh, to become a burlesque performer. This is absolutely true, yeah. And I was, at the time, I was one of the only plus-sized burlesque um, performers in the whole of the UK. Uh, and I got, like, sort of notice. Um, you guys are probably all too young to remember this, but I was asked on to the Trisha show, Trisha Goddard show, on Channel 5. Thank God there's some people just about old enough to remember that. It's a bit like Jeremy Kyle, um, but I wasn't like a Jeremy Kyle-style guest, like, oh, I need a DNA test to find out if my nan's dog was my father or anything. <laughs> I, I wasn't that. I wasn't that. I was actually asked on to be a sexpert. Oh, a sexpert. Uh, so what it entailed was, uh, uh, so they'd bring like a married couple onto the show and they'd be there going, oh, well, how their sex life has gone off the boil and everything. Uh, and I would take the lady off backstage and give her like a glamorous makeover. And she's like, even though I'm big, I'm still sexy. And like, you can be too kind of thing. And then I was like, yeah, no. So I'd show her some like sexy moves and give her some tips and tricks of what to do in the bedroom. Yeah. And then while she's there learning uh, this, so I'd teach her like a burlesque routine. And while she's there learning, this full-on burlesque routine I would pop off and fuck her husband <laughs> sorry I'm sorry I'm, I'm new to stand-up I'm new to stand-up um, and it is really scary it is it's really scary and uh, nerve-wracking especially when you hear uh, seasoned comedians seasoned comics talking about how they died on their ass oh my god they died on their ass that, hasn't that got to be like the worst way to die anally <laughs> In front of people. <laughs> so I, I genuinely got a fear of this anal death. Um, but what, what I decided to do tonight was I would come prepared. I thought I'd come prepared. So what I've done is I've come pre-lubed. For the benefits, for the benefits of the podcast listeners, she's circling her, her anus with her finger and looking a little bit provocative. 
so I came pre-lubed. I've worn my sexiest fetish style knickers underneath this skirt. Uh, so that if the worst does happen and I die on my ass, everyone will just assume it's some kind of kinky sex act gone wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sexy anal death. You're welcome. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I haven't done stand-up before, but I've done other things on stage, uh, like so the burlesque. I've done a bit of comparing. And one thing I did back in the day, way back in the day, was I did some spoken words. Oh, sounds very posh, doesn't it? It wasn't. Uh, I was a slam poet in my 20s in Birmingham, and it was a bit more like, yo, 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 my slam poet, bitches in your face, my shit's so extreme, yeah. And I actually talked like that. I was a twat. Um <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I, I don't actually speak like that. Um, but I got a reputation um, and a nickname as being the porno poetess. Oh, I know, yeah. Because I did write very rude poems. And I think really the only way I can sort of give you a flavour of the sort of shit I did uh, is to do one for you tonight. So are you all up for that, guys? <laughs> First of all, do you think you've had enough drink to get you all warmed up, yeah? And second of all, is my mum in the audience? Thank fuck for that. <laughs> okay. Gonna grab this one. So, I don't actually need the words, um, but I'm just gonna get them just in case so it looks like I'm reading a poem. This one's called Cunt. <laughs> it's not actually, it's called The C Word, because I thought I'd lull people into thinking it was about cancer, when really it's about minge. <laughs> oh, minge. <laughs> Why is cunt a word women hate? Why does cunt make girls irate? Surely cunt is the same as fanny. Yeah, and that's the name of my elderly granny. <laughs> but I, cu I couldn't imagine a granny named cunt or twat or minge, to be perfectly blunt. But why the C word? It's no worse than gash, slit, muff, cunny, quim, or slash. I find hairy tuna bap offensive. <laughs> I'm shaved uh, and I don't smell a fish, so yes, I'll get defensive. But come on, ladies, lighten up. Surely the C word is better than furry pink cup. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Anyway, I thought that was written 10 years ago, right? And I thought, I wonder if I can still write a poem about vaginas. And I can. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave you tonight with one that I wrote the other night. Uh, and this one's called Beef Curtains. <laughs> I know, I just love saying it. Um... Beef curtains, but not with gravy. Um, I'm wet enough for you. Yeah, baby. Beef curtains, mmm, tastes so good. You want to try me? I think you should. Beef curtains, only work in one place. I don't think they'd look quite so good on your face. That, that was the... <laughs> Beef curtains. We all entered through them at birth. Everyone from Donald Trump to Colin Firth. <laughs> Beef curtains can get itchy and inflamed when I got thrush. But right now, they're pink and glistening, looking pretty lush. Beef curtains. Labia menorah. But if a comedian used the correct terminology, you're unlikely to laugh and might even ignore her. Beef curtains. A terribly vulgar way to describe a beautiful vulva. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, kids. Good night.
Uh, if anybody missed that, I got absolutely rinsed. That was, uh, uh, God knows where that hand's been. Uh, I've, uh, I've learned some things. Um, but, uh, lovely stuff. Right. Uh, you ready for your next act? Hey, she's absolutely lovely. Good one. Go crazy, Miss Livy Newman. So yeah, vaginas, am I right? Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Livy. Um, I've actually got quite, quite a personal question to ask you. Um, have you? <laughs> sorry, it's just quite awkward. Um, have you ever, like, you know, um, shat <laughs> in your own hand? No? No, me neither. <laughs> wow, love alienating the crowd. Um, yeah, I do that quite a lot. Um, don't have many friends. <laughs> yeah, um, I alienate people. Uh, I like to do weird stuff in public for no apparent reason. Um, I'm a good time. I'm a good time. Uh, one of the things I do in public quite a lot is I pretend to be foreign. Um, Pre-Brexit, not crazy. Uh, yeah, I pretend to be... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I pretend to be foreign. My parents are both from South Africa. They're white, don't worry. Um, if you can't tell... Sorry, that's I should not be saying that as a South African. Um, no, they're very liberal. Um, but yeah, um, I, I pretend to be foreign quite a lot. I like doing accents. Um, that's enough about me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, re- I remember, I remember one particular instance. I was, um, in Wagamama's. Don't know if you tried Wagamama's. Great Japanese fusion style food. Um, and I was kind of a bit bored. The company was a bit shit. I was by myself. Um, <laughs> and I thought, hey, let's be foreign. So um, the waiter comes over to me and I'm like, oh, thank you so much for the meal here. Like, it was absolutely, like, divine. I loved it. Loved it. And he kind of looked at me for a second too long and I was like, God, do I have something on, on my face? Have I shat my own hand again? I don't know. <laughs> and um, he kind of goes, are you, are you from South Africa? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. And I, I say the first thing that comes into my head, so I go, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty South African, guys. Pretty South African. And he goes, no ways, hey, me too. Like, I'm, I'm South African too. Whereabouts in South Africa are you from? And I'm like, Cape Town. Uh, don't know, don't know if you know a lot about South Africa. Um, Cape Town's the most cosmopolitan kind of area. You know, South Africa has, um, a history. A history. I'll leave it there. Um, so he's like, no way, it's me too. Whereabouts in K-Town are you from? And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, thinking like racking my brain, like where, where are all my family from? And I'm like, oh, Fishick. No one goes to Fishick. It'll be fine. It's like, but fuck nowhere, K-Town. And he looks at me and goes, no way, hey, you're from Fishick. And I'm like, me too like which which high school did you go to i'm like i don't know somebody high and he's like oh no ways me too like that's so weird i never saw you must only be like two years younger than me like and i was like yeah i spent a lot of time in the library i like to read um 
I'm a cool girl, guys. I don't know if you can tell. I wear see-through glasses. I'm hiding from natural selection. Um, so, yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, that's, like, so nice. And he's like, maybe see you around. And I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> I'm going to go back and be alone some more. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to I'm gonna fast forward the story about six months. So um, I'm on holiday. <laughs> Very nice stuff. I'm uh, in Cape Town. I'm in Fishick. You know where it's going, do you? Yeah, you fucking do. Um, I'm in Fishick. Sorry, I almost tripped over there. Dyspraxia. Um, in Fishick. <laughs> I am actually dyspraxic. It's fine. I don't know if you can tell. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm in Fishick, you know. just My parents are there. Fam holiday. Cute. And I'm there. I'm just lying, you know sunning the old board and this um this kind of shadow comes over and I'm like okay bit of cloud absolutely fine and I hear no way is here and I'm like bollocks right who am I okay I'm not I'm not Olivia Newman private school girl <laughs> no I am Livy fucking Newman from South Africa am I right ladies so I look up and he's there and I'm like ah oh, how's it brew and he's like you're here and I'm like I'm here and he's like that's so mad like I said I'd see you but I didn't think I'd see you like you say you see you but I won't see you but I saw you and now you're here and I'm seeing you and I'm like I can't see you I'm not wearing and I was like yeah no crazy hey crazy and we kind of have have a little chat so fine fine and he kind of you know jogs off um he might have had a limp i don't know um (laughs) i couldn't see and um i um kind of look over to my parents david and karen cracking people i'm a disappointment (laughs) Um, and i i've like i say disappointment i've seen disappointment (laughs) but i looked into my mother's sweet hazel green eyes (laughs) And I've seen disappointment. <laughs> like, I've never seen it before. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just a bit about me, guys. Um, <laughs> I've been Libby. Thanks for listening to me <laughs> chat about my life. Kenny Archivist, write that down as the most chaotic uh, act host uh, coming on ever. Um, uh, this next act has been the co-host of, of the night uh, since we started, uh, but he is, he's, he's now moving to China. Um, oh, real anti the Chinese there. That's, uh, I do not realize this is the tone the night would take. Uh, I'm visiting sort of Bristol liberal, but hey, fine. Um, you, you guys be you. Um, don't. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, but he's, he, he's moving to China. This is his last gig um, with us before he goes. So I want to give you a good welcome. Come on, Tyler. You know what to do. Okay, we go round. Go crazy, Mr. Isaac Keen, everybody. Yeah, all right. Um, no, this is uh, this is lovely, isn't it? This is nice. This is lovely. 
Look at all of you staring. It's, uh, that's nice. Huh? 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 That's me. That's me. Uh, I am Isaac Keane, the very same. Uh, I'm here to uh, shut down this pub as well. Um, it's, uh, send off in style, you know. Uh, leave a trail of destruction in my wake. That's how it goes. Uh, all right, well, uh, what to say? What to say? Well, I guess I'll, uh, guess, guess I'll tell you a bit about me, a bit about my life. Growing up, I uh, had a very strict father. Uh, he always tried to make sure there was no alcohol in the house I could get my hands on. Uh, by drinking it all. Um, uh, drugs was another big thing of his. Fucking love those. Um, and uh, I, I, I used to get very embarrassed when I was there. Oh, I used to get very embarrassed by my dad. Not, not, not the sort of usual stuff. You know, not like, oh, dad said something slightly racist at the dinner party again. More like local man found in bush. Um, and uh, so I... I I used to get very embarrassed. I used to get quite upset about it. I used to get quite down. Um, until one day, a good friend of mine sat me down and he said, Isaac, I know that you get really embarrassed by your dad. And that gets really upset. You get really down about it. But honestly, you don't need to worry about that. Because it happens to everyone. Yeah. Everyone gets embarrassed by your dad. <laughs> what else to say? What else to say? Well, uh, well I suppose... Bit about me. I, sp- I suppose. I, s- I suppose. I, I, let's start with a quote. Well, yeah. It was a wise man, wasn't it? It, it was a wise man that once said, "Doesn't matter how much money you have, as long as you've got friends, love, health, and happiness, you're a rich man." Yeah. But I don't really agree with that. Um, I, I don't. I don't really agree with that because I, I don't have any of those things. You know, I, I don't. I don't have any friends. Um, I'm deeply unhappy. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any any loved ones or a, a fully functioning liver. Um, <laughs> But I do have one thing. I do have one thing, and that's uh, 23 million pounds in an offshore bank account. Uh, which I think, in a way, makes me rich. Yeah. Because some people do. Don't some, some people like to measure their wealth in, in, in you know, how many friends they have, how happy they are, things like that. But uh, I like to think that what I have is a kind of wealth. Yeah. You know, actual wealth. Because uh, uh, that's the thing about friends, love, health and happiness, you know. It's, it's great. It's great while it lasts, but you can't take it with you, can you? You can't, you can't take it with you. And it didn't always used to be this way. I'll be honest, it, it didn't always used to be this way. I used to, uh, I used to be very different. I used to, uh, I used to have loads of friends. I had so many friends. I had a best friend. He was like a brother to me. Loved him, loved him so much. I had, had, had a wife, a beautiful wife. Uh, she was amazing, funny, you know. We, we had a lovely little dog, you know. I was happy. I was happy. But there was something missing. There was something missing, something that, that would keep me up at night. And it, it all came to a head one time when we all went out. It was me, my friends. I was surrounded by my friends, my best friend. Oh, I loved him like a brother. My wife, our dog, uh, you know, my, all, all, all my family. We, and we went to the theatre and uh, I couldn't get in because I couldn't afford a ticket. And, I, and at that moment, I realised that even though I had all this stuff, you know, even though I had all these friends, even though I had, had so much love and, and happiness in my life, I was still poor. <laughs> right. 
And at that moment, something, something just snapped. Something just snapped in me. I turned to my best friend. I punched him in the face. Okay. I said, take that, you dick. And I, I turned to my wife and said, and, and you can fuck off. And I kicked the dog. And I went and I started a business in the Cayman Islands. So I wouldn't have to pay any tax. Turns out it's a rubbish idea. There's nobody in the Cayman Islands didn't have any customers. So... So I went, I went, I got a job in a bank. And uh, honestly, I've never looked back since. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really kick the dog. <laughs> uh, wouldn't want you thinking I was a bad guy. Uh, uh, how you doing, mate? Tyler, you all right? Yeah, good? Yeah. Tyler, you, uh, you look like someone that gets confused a lot. Is that... <laughs> Is that, is, that, is that a fair thing to say? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, uh. You're confused, yeah, confused about No, I'm sure, no, I'm sure, I'm sure that's... I'm, not, I'm only joking, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure you're very smart. Um, no, uh, and, uh, and, and, and even if you aren't, that's all right. That's, that's okay. I get confused a lot. We all do. I, I, I get confused at everything. There's lots of things I don't understand about the world, you know? I don't understand why it's okay to touch the bellies of pregnant women. It's not okay to touch the bellies of non-pregnant women. Why does it make it better that there's a child involved? <laughs> there's lots of things I don't understand. I don't understand things people say, you know? Aren't all marriages arranged? I mean... You don't just turn up, do you? I don't, understand, I don't understand things people say. I heard someone say the other day, they saw someone they didn't like, they said, ah, I don't like that person. I wouldn't piss on them if they were on fire. I wouldn't piss on them if they were on fire. Which think it's probably for the best. If I was on fire, one of the few things that can make the situation worse would be if someone pissed on me. I don't really think that a small stream of piss would be enough to put out a human ablaze. And in any case, we live, in a, we live in a developed society with lots of access to running water. I don't know why piss would be your first choice. Really, it's just, uh, it's just adding insult to injury, isn't it? Uh, so. Of course, the phrase should be, I wouldn't piss on them if they got stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it, yeah. That's, 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 although, although, hold on. That doesn't work either. That doesn't work either. Because pissing on jellyfish things, urban myth. You're not supposed to do it. You're not, you're not supposed to piss on someone if they've been sung by a jellyfish. It actually makes it worse. It, it makes it a lot worse. You're not supposed to piss on someone if they've been sung by a jellyfish. What you're supposed to do is piss on the jellyfish. <laughs> not for any medical benefit, just to show your mate you got his back. Uh, uh. No, I was, uh, I, was, uh, I was speaking earlier about my wife, my wife, and, uh, you know... Uh, and like I say, she's, uh, she's gone now. She's gone. Uh, and uh, I, I will actually be honest, you know, uh, her, her moving out one of, was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, go through, you know, um, mainly because she made me do all the heavy lifting. Um, and also because she took everything. She took, she took everything, right? You know, she took, uh, she took my rug. 
So my coffee table, my punchline. Um, she even took the cheese grater. She's a vegan. Now I'm there at home alone eating cheese by the block. It's the most inedible format that a food can come in. And I know you're thinking, oh, Isaac, what, 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 why don't you just chop the cheese up? Why, why don't you just chop the cheese up into little slices? She took both of the chopping boards. But two. She took both. And the most fucked up thing about that? She left the knives. You would have thought there'd be some kind of equitable distribution we could do there. Instead, I'm just kind of hacking at things in mid-hour. She's squashing them between two chopping boards. It's, uh, no, I, but, you know, it's, it's, I, I will be honest, guys. I will be honest. It's been hard. And, you know, I, I am, I, I am, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into good habits because I, I have, have struggled with, you know, depression and, and other mental health issues in the past. Um, about a year and a half ago, I went through a very dark period of my life. Um, some people call it winter. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, I, I've, been, I've been trying to, I'm trying to get into good habits. I find that actually uh, what I've, been, I've been running a lot. I've been trying to run. So I actually do think that, uh, that running is the best thing for you know, people with mental health issues because what is running... Well, it's a socially acceptable form of self-harm. Uh, <laughs> you know, normally I self-harm people. Are like, don't, don't do that. But, you know, when, <laughs> when I run, it, it really hurts. And it's a pain I deserve. But, you know, uh, but, you know p- people encourage you. You know, I think it's the only form of self-harm that uh, you can get a medal for. No. Probably, it's probably the only form of self-harm that you can get a personal trainer for. It's definitely the only form of self-harm that midway through, someone will stop you, give you a bottle of water and say, carry on, you're doing great. <laughs> it's hard. It's, uh, I'm, I, you know, I will be honest, it is, it is, it is hard. And, it's, uh, and you, do, you, do get into, you do get into bad habits and stuff, don't you? you, know, you, do, you in those situations, you do, and it's... it's um, you know, and you start, you start, start joking about it, and pretending it's all, it's all a laugh, and you, and you make up these ridiculous stories about how you're rich and and that, that you had a wife <laughs> instead of just a just a girl that broke your heart, and 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 you you tell these stories and these jokes because the jokes and the stories are better than the reality that you lost the one good thing that you had. I just loved that cheese grater. <laughs> just bloody loved that cheese grater. Ah, gotcha! 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 You thought I was sad, but actually I'm happy. On the outside. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Um... Oh, it's, a f- it's a funny old world we live in, isn't it? Yeah, it's, fun- it's a funny old world we live in, and uh, lo- lots of people, lots of people think things, don't they? Lots of people have opinions. Some of them are unpopular. I'll be honest, guys. I've got some pretty unpopular opinions. I do. You wouldn't think it to look at me, but I do. I've got some pretty unpopular opinions, and they get me in a bit of trouble sometimes. You know, I don't believe there's such a thing as a free lunch. That's, uh, that's how I lost my job at the homeless shelter. <laughs> uh, I think that selling seashells by the seashore is easier done than said. So, you know. I don't think you should look a gift horse in the mouth. That's, uh, that's how I lost my job as a, as a horse dentist. Uh, 
some pretty strong views about censorship, but uh, probably shouldn't talk about it. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't believe in evolution. I don't believe in evolution. That's, uh, that's, how, that's how I lost my job as a as a mammal. Ended up becoming an amoeba, you know. Lots of trouble, these opinions. Lots lots of trouble. Um, so, I, I am going to leave you in a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave you soon. Oh. oh. Yeah, thanks. There, cheers, guys. I'm going to China, but whatever. Um, but before I go, I do, I do have one last thing for you. And it's actually not comedy. It's actually not comedy. Um, because you might not know this, but uh, stand-up comedy is not the most lucrative career choice. Um, and so I, I, I thought I thought I need now that you know uh, I'm paying double the rent after the wife moved out. Uh, I thought I thought I needed something else. So I've, I've started writing uh, greetings cards. Started writing greetings cards, and because it was my uh, my parents' anniversary recently, I, I wrote I wrote some anniversary cards. I'm going to read them to you now. And if you like them, you know, come to me after the show. We'll see if we can get them printed. I'm trying to get this business off the ground. You know, so crabs only mate when they've shed their shells, when they're, they're most vulnerable, which is ironic. Because you have crabs. <laughs> Carlsberg don't make girlfriends. But if they did, it would probably be illegal. <laughs> Each day, I love you twice as much as the day before. Therefore, on a given day N, I will love you two to the power of N times the amount I loved you on the first day. <laughs> Unfortunately, two to the N times zero equals zero for all N. It's a maths joke for you there, guys. Maths joke. Went down better than it did in Brighton the other day. I'll tell you that. It's a different class of people, I suppose, isn't it? The love I feel for you burns brighter than our sun. And I'm sorry I set him on fire. Thank you very much, guys. I'm Isaac King. Mr. Isaac Keane! Oh, dearie me. Oh, dearie me. Uh, right, uh, that is, we've got another interval uh, now. Uh, and then we'll try and make this one a quicker one because why not? Um, set PB! Um, no, don't worry. Um, no, it'll be great. Go grab some more drinks and then we'll be back with uh, two more fantastic acts. All right, see you in a bit. Everyone take your seats because we're welcoming back for the third and final time, Alex Kitson. Uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, we're, we're back once more. Uh, yes, yes. Woo for the the the, the, the third third. Um, this is good. This is lovely. Yeah. Um, there's there's a few people. Um, there we go, Andrew. There, there's a few seats. Anybody who's been standing all night, there are a few seats now available. Um, for people who, you know, needed to go home, uh, because they're losers, um, just la- absolutely just lame chat, that's, uh, like, oh, Tyler, you, you told me you were going, I, 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 I looked around for the Tyler replacement, and it's still Tyler, um, no, it's fine, it's, um, rule of fun for comedy nights, don't make yourself visibly above <laughs> the rest of the crowd, it's great, um, I, I, I need a sidekick for this. I do, need, I, I do need someone to come and... Now Isaac's gone. I need someone to come and... Well, I can't make it. Did, Tyler, you fancy it? Sure. Okay, nice one. Woo! Yeah. 
ne- ne- next week, Sue? You could, oh, oh. That's what that's what. Oh, don't don't have better jokes than me. Um, first rule of sidekicking. Uh, it's about making the host look good. Um, oh dear, no, it's um I haven't done a joke for about three hours. Has anybody <laughs> No, I um oh the, the, I, was it was Isaac who was telling sort of things about things he'd things he'd learnt along the way. Um that that is what's known as a sort of loosely connecting thread. Um but <laughs> Because I'm at uni here, there's a lot of uni students in. I, I, I've learned some things recently. I, um, I, I learned that you're actually more likely to be killed by a defective toaster than you are by a shark. I don't know whether people knew this. I, um, this is true. I, you're more likely to be killed by a defective toaster than you are by a shark, which is, which is why I no longer go swimming with my defective toaster. I, <laughs> it's, uh, hey. Um, I, 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 I learned something the other day as well. Um, you know those statues of sort of military generals and that? That you see around the place. There's one in uh, there's one in Queen Square, um, where it's like, there's a military general who's on a horse, and if the and if the horse has both hooves up in the air, that's like a symbol to show that that general died um, died in battle. Um, some people might know this. And if and the horse has got one hoof up and one hoof down, that means they died of natural causes after their military careers. And if the horse is doing that, it means the general died doing Michael Jackson's thriller. I don't know. I don't know whether. We're, we're laughing, we're learning. That's, uh, um, but we've got two fantastic acts up in this section. Um, they're absolutely brilliant. Um, and Tyler, for the, for the penultimate time tonight, can you start the clapping? Yeah. Go, 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 go crazy for Miss Freya Mallard! Don't hit the guitar. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be in Bristol. Not only because this is a brilliant night. Give it up for Alex Kitson. Such an amazing night, isn't it? But also because I got a phone call from my mum this morning. She went, we're moving to Bristol. So I'm moving here. And I've just got to be okay. Are you guys nice? Yeah, you fucking better be. I'm moving here. Oh, my God. Um, And I'm going to do my first joke. So... And I don't do well with, you know, negativity. So. Um, I'm going to do a pun. Because tomorrow's Monday. We've earned it. Yeah? Um, they say men like their women, how they like their coffee. But my boyfriend orders a flat white. <laughs> Which is fu- fully aware. That's fine. Um, <laughs> glad you laugh. Actually, um, I told that joke to a guy, uh, a guy I work with recently. And he said, Freya, the funniest thing about that is you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> and m- me and this guy had been on a few dates as well so not so not only was it your joke is shit but also we're definitely not a thing which uh, is fine <laughs> jokes on him jokes on him because I like my men how I like my coffee it's emotionally unavailable <laughs> so, uh, I'm very single. I'm very, very painfully, painfully single. Um, I haven't had sex in two years, you guys. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this is honest. Um, the, the most action I get is on a particularly bumpy bus. <laughs> yeah. Like, my local council is so shit. Like, potholes everywhere. I love it. Like, get it where you can, ladies. Like, if you're, n- if you're not orgasming on a bus, like, is feminism even real? <laughs> 
like the other day I was on a train I was on the tube and it was really like it was really throwing me about it was really like Victoria I didn't fuck about and I was like whoa this is really that kind of energy I'd like to get from a lover whoa um so apparently my kink is TFL <laughs> um bit about me um I have a high functioning depression which is um, the only mental illness that sounds um, kind of like a brag. <laughs> oh, you can't get out of bed all day. Oh, I make lists and then cry over them. <laughs> it's like no one feels sorry for that girl. But I just get so much done. <laughs> uh, uh, my parents, and not that you needed to, not that anyone asked, but uh, my parents are divorced. Um, <laughs> who could have guessed? Um, <laughs> they're fully divorced. They don't like each other. Um, but doesn't stop me trying. Look, God loves a trier. Um, like, one time my dad was coming around to pick me up when I was eight. You know, like, for, like, fun weekend at dad's. Who remembers them? <laughs> um, and I made my parents, who were in the middle of a divorce, um, sing a sing-song star together. You know, sing-star? You sing-star? Um, and uh, it was all, like, sing-song, sing-star. It's all Hannah Montana. So, like, the only song they both knew was, um, Should I Stay or Should I Go Now? By The Clash. Which is equally ironic and tragic. Um, my dad has two new daughters um, with his new wife. Um, don't know if any of you have experienced creating an entirely new family you're not really a part of. Can't recommend it enough. The nightmares are so vivid. <laughs> Um, I, oh, I love, my sisters are amazing. They're, um, they're five and nothing. Well, like five and zero, but I like to say, you're nothing, you're nothing, you're nothing compared to me. <laughs> just a little joke. <laughs> like, just some fun. Just like sister banter. Um, and like, but, oh, you, but like, despite like the emotional abuse, like, I really want to be a role model to them, you guys. Like, I'm an older female presence in their life. And um, like, I want to be, I want them to see me as like a high powered businesswoman. Um, but when I stay at my dad's, I sleep on the sofa in a sleeping bag. So it's less like high powered businesswoman and more like homeless businesswoman. But that business is meth. So like sad, sad. I think oh, I think the thing is, I just find I just find it so hard to be an adult. I just oh, I just find it so hard. Like, look at you guys, bless your souls, pretending to be adults. Oh, so sweet. Oh, bless you. Like, do you know who I think really has it sussed is those adult babies. Do you know that? Oh my god, amazing. They're just cutting out the pretense. They're just cutting out the middleman. Like, don't pretend you don't wish you were in a nappy right now. Oh my god, life is just so much better when you don't pretend. You know just. Don't pretend you'll have more fun. Like, don't pretend you've never, I don't know, been at your partner's house, seen a picture of them as a child and thought, I fucked that kid. <laughs> you know? Just me? No. Like, like, <laughs> like, ladies, don't say you've never pretended to be giving birth during a tricky shit. <laughs> this is the relatable material. You know? Yeah? No? So, <laughs> I'm a quirky girl, if you couldn't tell. I've got a very loud jumper on. I'm very quirky. Not a chill girl. Not a chill. That's an important distinction. Like, no. Um, not a chill girl. I'm more of a, like, pick it until it bleeds girl. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, my God, all I want to be is, like, Cali vibes. Oh, that's all I want to be. Oh, 
I just want to be Cali vibes, you know, and I'm not, I'm not. And like, I'm more like, my vibe is more like, <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> you were typing and then not typing. And then <laughs> where did the typing go? So it's just a bit of me. Um, people say to me, Freya, what do you do when you get catcalled? And like, ladies, fun game for if you get catcalled. Super fun. So if you're age ambiguous like me, when a man catcalls you, super fun to go, I'm 12. <laughs> because the look on a man's face when he thinks he's accidentally been a paedophile. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. But I like it too much. I like it too much. I keep keep pushing it because I like it so much and I know one day I'm just going to go I'm three because I, I, I like it so sorry um, I'm just finding it really hard to concentrate because um, there's so much fashion going on in the front row <laughs> there's just so many fashion moments occurring in this front like Sorry, sir, like, would you mind giving us a twirl? Would you? Sorry, please get up for this guy. Wow. Can I just ask, like, what inspired this ensemble? Uh, I was playing pub golf yesterday. He was playing pub golf yesterday. I'm wearing the same trousers. Wow. Do you know what you need, my friend? Queer Eye. Don't you guys love that show? You need Queer Eye so bad. Like, basically, for anyone that hasn't seen Queer Eye, the, the, the general consensus of that show is like, men, please do more. Just do a bit more. Like, just wash your face and your balls. Like, just treat yourself. Just a bit more. Like, so, like, Jonathan will be like, so, uh, Bill, I've noticed you only have one shirt. <laughs> and Bill will be, I inherited it from my uncle when he died. <laughs> wow, and would you say that's your, like, your style, your classic style? Dead person chic? He's like, well, if it's, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Do you know what I think? I think it's lovely that that show exists. It warms my heart. But I think... We ladies, we deserve a show like that. Straight women need a show where lesbians come in and get us to do less. <laughs> because we do too much. They'll go up to the straight girl like, and what were you thinking of wearing out tonight? The girl's in the corner. Like, I was thinking of wearing a dress that resembles a plaster. <laughs> I'm shoes that make my feet bleed <laughs> oh really well let me introduce you to a flannel and Birkenstocks <laughs> I didn't know it was, I didn't know we were allowed to be comfortable <laughs> it's such a game changer uh, and, and how were you thinking of getting ready tonight I was going to curl my hair for two hours and put paint on my face well, let me introduce you to a buzz cut and chapstick. Yes, bitch. And I think we would all benefit from that show. Thank you so much. I'm your friend.
Graham Mallard, everybody! Right. Oh, dear. Oh, we're going to keep that right on going. And go wild, go crazy, Mr. David Hall! Hello, my friends. How are we doing? Oh, fantastic. I'm going to do a few songs for you. Let's get this going. Friends, for friends, 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 for friends, 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 That's the song called The Eternal Sound of Being Alone. <laughs> uh, this next song's for my f- flat earthers. If we got any flat earthers... So, you're a flat earther, yeah? You're definitely a flat earther. Amazing. This song's for you, mate. It's called Is the Earth Flat? No. <laughs> if the earth was flat, right, mate, um, explain mountains. It's bobbly. You're a bobbly earther. Has everyone had a good week? Fantastic, I've had an amazing week. I'm going to tell you about that through the medium of song. I met this girl on Monday, took her for a drink on Monday. We were making love by Monday, and on Monday and Monday and Monday, we chilled on Monday. That's a song called Efficiency. I went to the Grand National, but all my hair fell out. Someone said I might have alopecia, but I had some doubts. I went to the doctors, they asked me to fill out a form. They asked me for my name. My name's Claire. Claire Balding. I've got no hair. I'm balding. I'm balding. My name's Claire. Claire Balding. I've got no hair. I'm balding. I'm balding. Did everyone have a good summer? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Uh, this is a song about that. <laughs> I'm not sad. It's just your bushes making my eyes water. (laughs) 
little song called Hay Fever. <laughs> um, the last thing my grandmother said before she died. Um, thanks. Uh, was there is nothing funny about musical comedy. Uh, so I'm just trying to venture into new brands of comedy. Um, so I thought I'd try impressions. Thank you. Uh, this is my first impression. Die! Die! That's my impression of somebody trying to get the attention of their friend, Diane. <laughs> Please tell me your name's Diane. <laughs> no? You wish. I really do. Uh, no, never mind. Um, she's saying that I don't have any friends. Oh. Uh, thank you. Uh, Tyler, how's it going, man? What what was it like filming Rocky for? <laughs> um, got a little uh, question for you, Tyler. What is your favourite way of unsticking your testicles from your legs? Are you a lunger? Kind of hand in the pocket kind of guy? Are you a wiggly walk? <laughs> Around, back, down, and under. Man spreading. Are you just straight down the front? What is it? Oh, no! You uncultured fool. You know this is Bristol, right? Sorry, by the way, if any of the ladies felt like they were left out of that joke. Um, But I've been told by many of you that your favourite part of the day is when you take your bra off. I just want you to know it's it's ours too. (laughs) And now a word from Dictionary Corner. (laughs) Any fun stories for us, guys? Um, Cool. Um, Who here's drinking tonight? Who's got to be up early in the morning? Same people. (laughs) I love that. I love that about this country. That everyone's just like, we can make good decisions. But instead we're like, drinking on a school night. Everybody will be feeling shite. It's such a national, natural sight. Everybody's drinking on a school night. Great. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Uh, Good. Um... We live in confusing times, I would say. Would you agree? Confusing times. Uh, people are like, that's the most confusing thing ever. I would disagree. Because I think the most confusing thing ever will be when Sean Bean actually dies. <laughs> It'll be like, did you hear Sean Bean died? Oh, what were you watching? <laughs> the news will be like, in entertainment news, the dead actor, Sean Bean, who's famous for dying, has died. <laughs> His family said he was a wonderful father and a loving husband and has asked the internet not to make any memes. Which I think will be 
impossible. Uh, as you can see, I'm looking over this list because, sorry. This is all written on a sheet of paper that said, this is all new material. So it's, this could be bullshit, and that's fine. <laughs> um, so, I'm, th- well, I'm not 30, I'm 29 <laughs> and a half. Um, well, I'm just on a backwards treadmill to death. Um, uh, so I'm 29, I've been with my girlfriend five years, and everyone's just like, stick a ring on it, pop something out, even though I don't have a uterus. Um, that's not where me and my girlfriend are at in our relationship. We're just at this point where we just started blaming each other for everything. And I don't mean anything. I mean everything. It doesn't make any sense. It's just like, did you use the last tampon? And she says, of course I did! (laughs) Sorry, by the way, if anyone finds this offensive tonight. People get offended by a lot of things nowadays. Um, I was at work and there was a guy walking down a corridor in front of me and he pulled a push door. And I was like, oh, schoolboy error. (laughs) And he said, "Uh, excuse me, that's offensive. Some of my best friends are (laughs) schoolboys. I'm trying to pad out my set quite a lot, as you can tell. Uh, (laughs) And I need to write new songs. And someone was like, just write about what you know. Uh, So this is a song called Being White. I've met a black person Can I have a medal please? <laughs> Thank you very much I've been David Horan Enjoy this evening oh, dear. David Horan everybody Oh dear me That He's taller than I am. Uh, yeah, and that concludes uh, this next act for the, for this week. Uh, woo, woo, woo. Um, yeah, we're, we're back every Sunday uh, now. Woo, woo indeed. Uh, yeah, so if you want to come on back, that'd be lovely because to keep it like this would be insane. Um, but yeah, if, if you're local, come on back. Um, we've got we're it's completely free. Do you enjoy yourselves? Yeah. See, now you've said that. Um, it's, it's Completely free night, but we've got a, a hat kindly provided by Mr. Burt Williamson, um, of which the style is Freya would disapprove. But um, it's, it's there. It's a receptacle. Um, if, if you've got anything you want to stick in the hat, please do. But if, if you haven't got anything, I know a lot of us are students and got shit. Oh, I know I've got nothing. Um, that's fine. Just find an act that you enjoyed. Say cheers to the bar staff, whatever. I'll, I'll meet you by the door. I've been out of this kitchen. Hope to see you again. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, I, I forgot everything. Um, this, this night is also a, it's also a podcast, um, which is, if you wondered why we have Dictionary Corner, uh, it's, it's, um, Adil and Sophia are working hard over there to make sure, you know, 
people who couldn't make it tonight can hear it. Um, it's available on most major podcast apps as this next act. Um, we're, and we're on all the social networks. So, you know, your Facebooks. I set up a Twitter and Instagram this week. Um, cause that's fun. Um, but yeah, um, follow us all of them, like the podcast. And remember, I said, we said goodbye the first time. Let's do that again. Bye bye. <laughs> www.outoflives.net